I wrote a book, and I I read the book. I'm horrible at reading. I didn't know how to start that. This is my first episode. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. I'll be your host, Kasabian Lavo. Uh, to the left of me uh, is nobody. And to the right of me, you guessed it, nobody. Thank you, Netflix, for the notification. So, I was supposed to be doing all of this at the top of the year. Uh, we kind of had ideas of what we were going to do, but I rushed it because last week or the week before was ridiculously loaded with content. I really wanted to talk about it. I wanted to put in my two cents. So we planned, 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 and it all fell apart. Um, I really didn't want to make this about just me talking to the mic and just getting my shit off because that's, it gets boring. I want conversation. That was the purpose of me doing the show. I want to give you guys a different view on things. I feel like all these hip-hop shows have the same views when it comes to politics and business, and they just don't understand shit. They speak down on capitalism, and they talk about um, issues that are going on across the nation and the world, and they all have the same view. That shit is boring. Like, even if you come here just to talk shit to the phone or, or to your computer at work, at me, do it. Just get a different view on things. Like, why is it that we all feel the same way? It's not necessarily the right way. You know, obviously things aren't working because we keep on having turmoil within our community. So why not take a different look on it? Now, I'm not saying I'm here to change you and do none of that. I'm not a Republican. Don't get it confused. I am a conservative, though. I do believe in conservative values. Now, I'm a Puerto Rican kid from the Bronx, the South Side to be exact, 180th and Hughes. Don't get it confused. I'm a conservative. I'm not a bigot, not a racist, not none of that. If you saw me, I'm heavily tattooed. A lot of people don't even know how I consider myself this thing, which drives me crazy that I got to be in a little box because I'm not too good in boxes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it drives me fucking insane. But if I had to check a box, it is conservative. I follow those values. I was raised by my grandparents. They're real old school. So a lot of the things that I learned from them, I was able to apply in life. Uh, I come from drug dealing. I use that in all my businesses. Yes, it may not seem like a very proud moment to many people, but if you saw what we were able to do with so little and make so much out of it and the business leaders that really came about because of this, it's amazing. If you know anything geographically about New York City, Wall Street actually goes through the Bronx and it's one of the poorest neighborhoods in New York. It's horrible. But if you go to Wall Street in Manhattan, it's, I mean, down, I can't even, I don't got no numbers in front of me, so I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I think that's pretty much one of the most wealthiest places in the fucking world, because money's moving every goddamn second, millisecond at that, you know what I'm saying, my opportunities being where I'm from was the streets, the hustling, the drug dealing, the this, the that, yeah, we could have went a different way, but that's the way I went, so I'm not here to say, well, it could have been different, all I'm saying is that if I was in the other Wall Street, I would be that guy moving the numbers in the stocks and doing things of that nature. My family didn't come to New York City and get established in banking. My grandfather came to New York City and got established in the streets. He went to hustling to what he was good at, and it worked for him, and it worked for me. And now I'm a proud business owner, and I've been a business owner for many years. And actually, I, I make it a hobby of mine to go around and find businesses that are failing, and I try to fix them because I think that's fun as shit. Um, during this time that we have with each other, I want to talk to you guys about hip-hop and music uh again a different view you know i'm an artist from the inside uh, some people see me as a successful artist and you know perception is 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 key some people feel like i maybe haven't accomplished much um i'm very happy with my career i'm very proud of what i've been able to accomplish um 
meeting, traveling, and doing all these things is always fun, but I didn't want to make this one of those type of shows. All I want to be able to do with this is, you know, speak on what the kids are doing. Uh, it excites me. I have teenagers now. I'm not a, a kid anymore, but I had babies real young, and my kids have, you know, their own taste, and it's fun to watch them go through music and shit and, and learn about what they're doing. Um, It's different for when we was listening to music. Like, I really... It blows my mind how my kids could just get on the phone and just boom, 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 and they listen to everything. So that it's a learning thing too. I think uh, mid '80s babies have had it the worst. Um, I'm gonna stand by that. I don't give a fuck. We missed the wave from like the '80 to '83 babies. Like they were popping. There's mad fucking stars that came out of that. Um, they missed the recession age wise differently. Like they approached life differently. Uh, they, even though we all seen the same shit, for some reason, it feels like fucking people that was born in 80, 81 really don't know shit about shit when it comes to technology, but damn, they fucking flourished off of it. And I mean, look around, I'm dead ass. Like there's no super, super, superstars from like 84 to 88, maybe a handful. Um, that Fuck, oh, that drives me crazy. I wanted to name this fucking podcast the Mid-80s Babies, man, because we have the fucking, we have had it the worst. Bro, we went through tapes. You know how hard it was to get my grandmother to buy me a fucking hip-hop tape? That shit was insane, yo. Then we went to CDs. Who gave a fuck? I didn't even have a fucking tape player. And y'all got CDs now? Now I got to convince my grandmother to give me a CD player because that's the new shit. She's looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. And what are you going to listen to? Mm, Eminem. First fucking album I buy, yeah, the first, it was a D12 album, and, and the first cut, motherfuckers like, shit, bitch, just, yo, my grandma's like, are you fucking kidding me, get boom, yeah, thought from the other room, insane, um, that was my first little boombox with a CD player, before that, I had a computer, and, and I was running CDs that my father, I had just met at the time, sent me a box of CDs, with like three dope ass CDs, one was Snoop Dogg's Dog Pound Doggy Style, um, it was a Busta Rhymes tape in there. And I want to say the Beastie Boys with like Intergalactic Planetary. I'm horrible with names, so don't ask me. But he did give me that, and we had a short period of time or whatever. So I do thank him for that because those were dope-ass tapes. Up until that time, I had all my hip-hop shit was like stolen from somebody else's tape. So there was like verses and shit I missed out on. I just had to flip it real fast. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Uh, that Anna Baker chick, remember 13 Ways and shit? Them things. But... Coming from that to what we got now, man, life is lovely. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm excited to do this, but I don't want to sound like I'm like overexcited. So we're doing two episodes. We're doing Fridays and Mondays. I want to keep Fridays to like hot takes on the week uh, as far as pop culture, health. You know, if I hear any any type of health tips or if I hear any type of anything, I want to put it out there. I want to give my opinion on it. I have a lot of friends that are well knowledge in health and I would love to have them on my show. Uh, I have business associates that I would love to bring on here to talk to you guys as well because I want to use this platform to help all my people. The difference between me and other shows that talk business, by the way, is we look alike. I'm from where you're from. I'm not some guy that was inherited a bunch of money or business or was put in a different position. No, 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 none of that. I was raised by a blind man and an old woman that took care of the blind man and myself off the government. Nobody worked in that house. I knew something was wrong from a young age, okay? I had to do something different. That's why my views 
are what they are. Because when you learn what welfare really is and when you learn what all the assistance really is, it'll really mold you. And you feel like you have this crutch, like you're not allowed to do better because you need the government to help you and spoon feed you. And you stand in these nasty lines and they ask you all these fucking questions and, and you got to sit there and just put on a fucking smile so you can get your stupid food stamps. That's not living. That shit is crazy. I will dig into this as we go on. You're going to learn why I feel the way I fucking feel and why shit drives me crazy. Um, What else are we going to be talking about? Health, politics, music. Uh, yo, day-to-day stories. My donkey story is fucking legend. Um, honestly, if you haven't seen it or heard it, you should go check it out on YouTube. But, I mean, I can tell y'all. So, <laughs> and this is another reason why I wanted people here. This whole me talking to myself shit drives me kind of crazy. Like, when I'm working on music, I'm rapping. You know what I'm saying? I'm singing to the beat. Doing this shit? I feel fucking insane, and I feel like I'm talking like a goddamn I act auctioneer. Auctioneer is that what they call them shits? When they I'm doing that shit, and I apologize because my anxiety's through the fucking roof, and I haven't smoked any weed right now. Like I've literally been waiting for the weed man for delivery, and he's lagging. Yeah, I smoke weed. I believe in that shit because I don't want to take pills and look like a fucking mummy. Like these people, skin looks shitty. They just shrivel up. And everybody knows that I suffer from the Benjamin Button disease because I look younger and younger every fucking day. And most of the people I went to high school with, honestly, besides maybe three of them, look like fucking dirt shit. And I fucking look great. I love it. Um, What else are we going to be doing? Huh? Yo, Kevin said we should keep this shit down to 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, your fucking mind. There's no fucking way we can do 10 minutes. Maybe I should get into some topics I have ready. Um... So, I really wish I had people here. You know what? I met somebody this week, and I think she'll be great to have on the show. So, I'm going to see if we can get her on. Um, I got a real good friend. He's nephews with, I hate name dropping, but he's a nephew to somebody really big in music, and he's going to be on as a guest. And most likely, he's going to end up being a co-host because I want to have a roundtable. This is definitely a platform for me to just get my shit off and just get into my bag. Uh, this upcoming year in Las Vegas and most likely across the country, but I want to start in Vegas. I'm, I'm home base right now in Vegas. I want to really do some things for Vegas. I want to put on some art shows in Vegas. I want to put some showcases together. I really want to meet some of the new artists in town. I want to, yo, that's really getting old. Uh, I want to be able to give back to my town. I stopped performing here a long time ago. I want to do a different style of show, uh, more mature. I feel like I'm saying a lot. If I'm saying a lot, make it a drinking game and just get Fucking hammer to this and then let me know how that goes. But um, this is definitely going to be a platform for me to be able to spread what I can. Pause, because that sounds mad crazy, yo. Excuse me. Um, As far as just culture in this city, uh, Vegas has things going on. But for some reason, it just it doesn't feel like it clicks all the time. And we could do better. And we need to do better. Uh, a few of the things that we were going to talk about this week was the Takashi and this whole Rico act. Um, people don't understand this kid. I'm going to tell you right now, when I first seen him, I was like, oh shit, he's crying for help. He has a giant face tattoo and obviously doesn't have a father or a real OG in his pocket that can really hold him and mold him. Um, unfortunately... Young men in this country get out of line all the fucking time and don't see as much success and fame as this kid has. So what the feds are trying to do is 
indict him in this fucking case that they've been running for the past several years, knowing that he has nothing to do with this shit. They really want to twist the screws on him just to use him as a witness. And it makes no sense. But, I mean, if you watched any goddamn TV, excuse me, my bad, I got hiccups. But if you watch any crime show, you know what they're trying to do. They just want to put a compelling case out there to lock up a bunch of people. I'm pretty sure they've been watching these gangsters for a long time. And they know what they've been doing. They know they've been selling drugs and blah, blah, blah. But that shit's all allegation. Because honestly, they might not have been doing shit. And they could be falsely accused. But we don't know. As of right now, it's just a bunch of hearsay and paperwork and blah, blah, blah. There's a snitch here, a snitch there. Listen, the kid already has a bad rap because of this rape charge. He didn't touch anyone there was no sex had so i need that to be understood i've heard a lot of people that don't know shit about hip-hop speak on this stop with the bullshit if you don't know about it just don't talk about it he was accused of rape he was a young kid didn't know no better he was only 17 went his ass down to the court and basically just took a plea which they still had his ass down as a goddamn rapist which we all know he well if you don't know the story basically he had some chick in the video he slapped her ass come to find out she's like a little kid she's like 13 it's fucking disgusting. Why that little girl wasn't home? Beyond me. Why them guys in the video were doing the shit they were doing? Beyond me. I wasn't there. I can't tell you how it all happened. But I do know that a lot of people that end up in trouble when they're young don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're scared and they broke. You can't fight when you broke. He's fighting now. He got money. Like, the feds want to put this shit on him. And honestly, it ain't right. Um, he is a young kid. He does talk fucking reckless and he gets slapped around a little bit. He needs uh guidance. He's fucking lost, yo. Um, and like I said earlier, there's kids that act just like him and never reach that fucking level of success. So I mean, it never comes to nothing. It just fizzles away. He fucking blew up. Hate him or love him or whatever the case may be. The kid blew up. I mean, he came out literally came out of nowhere one song. And blew up off of shenanigans. Not even the music. Because it's a very, very, very small byproduct of what he does. His music doesn't last for more than a week. But nonetheless, he's a famous rapper. Hmm. Either way, the feds are coming at him crazy. Trying to shut shit down. And um, I find it funny that they want to use him as the guy that goes, Yeah, he was there selling dope. I don't think he's that stupid. I don't think he's been involved in anything. Again, I wasn't there, so I don't want... This is all hearsay on my end. It's just bullshit. I'm just coming up with shit. But, I mean, you can tell what they're trying to do. They just want to shut him down. He has a big-ass mouth. and want to shut the fuck up. And how are you going to have him snitch, per se, when the same people that you're saying snitch on were robbing him? He's a victim in the case, too. They were extorting him. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, and today, if you're online, they were saying that academics was a snitch. That's fucking crazy. Uh, academics... I doubt that he's a snitch just because he's in a position now to make way more money with the things that he's doing in his career. I don't see him as a snitch. It was fucking funny to see him go back and forth. And he's such a bitch. He fucking, he broke down. I'll fucking take you to court. Relax. Relax. Uh, Joyner and Tori had a battle. It was pretty dope. My biggest takeaway from this was, are we looking at battles for hit value or are we looking at battles for the lyrical content because if it's a battle you technically should only be listening to lyrics and wordplay and schemes the way we judge rap battles in url shout out to the url shout out to everybody up there hitman hollow what up hollow the don what up the other guys only named john now what up Shmrek, what up uh shit dna i can keep going all day ice what up big c what up arse what up 
uh, Sue, what up? Shit, Av, what up? <laughs> anyway, um, Keys was saying that he thought or he felt that Tory won because the song was more of a song song and Joyner basically lost because although maybe the lyrics were there, the song was weak on that third try, their last try. Uh, or the last attempt, excuse me, at the bout. Um, Tory, to me, kind of phoned it in, because when you rhyme nigga with nigga, that's kind of weak. To me, that's very low-level rapping. Like, that's not good rapping. That's uh, He's better than that. But, yeah, I can agree the song is way better. Joyner's wordplay, the whole dad thing, when he broke it down, that shit was crazy. So, I mean, if y'all can, you know, bounce off for this, it would have been great to have people here to talk to. But if y'all can send me messages and let me know what's going on, like... Is that what battling has become? Who makes the better song? Not who's dissing or lyrics are hitting the hardest. Um, that was something that really... Uh, fuck, I'm still... I'm blown away by this shit. Like, how the fuck can you say that just because the song maybe sounds better, you're going to give them the leg up instead of saying, yo, but lyrically, Joyner went in. I think ZZ was a horrible fucking beat to use. I agree with that. I think you lose points for that. But he definitely went in. That whole father scheme was dope. But explaining it was, that's that's where you lost in my eyes. But to me, he was winning. If anything, I could say 2-1. to one, And I still edge out Joyner. But that's just my take on it. Shout out to Joel Santana for proposing. That shit was awesome. Uh, people were making a big issue about that. Yo, my bad. I had these goddamn fajita things that I saw on Instagram I made. And they, they got me gassy. I apologize. I keep burping. But... I don't drink, so I'm not a wino. Those are like wino hiccups. Um, that shit's awesome. Joel's and this girl have been together for a long time, so it's nice to see that happen. Everybody keeps talking shit because he's getting locked up or he's dealing with legal issues, but it's besides the point. Um, the fact that, you know, we, we grow up with these people and we see them getting married, that's fucking awesome. Like, in hip-hop back when I was a kid, it was, like, frowned upon to have a girl. So this is dope to see somebody, one of the OGs, you know, proposing and shit like this. It's fucking dope. Um... Keys wanted to talk about Styles P. He ain't here to talk about it. Styles album killed. Styles is on fucking fire. If you don't know who Styles P is, go look him up. He's an amazing artist. He did uh, that joint album with Davies. That shit was fire. The album after that that he put out was fire. And I think he got another one he put out at the beginning of the year. Top of the year, he had something that he dropped. It was Ghost 2 or some shit. That shit was fucking dope. Yo, Styles P's lit. Uh, Keys picked going for that one. Um... Uh, he wanted to talk about 30 becoming under 20 because uh, he's saying that he still feels good. I mean, like I said, I got that Benjamin Button shit, so it might be. Um, new Year, New Me shit. Nah, we ain't talking about that. Uh, the dog thing. Marissa wanted to talk about who's a bigger dog, men or females. Uh, I'll save that for when somebody else is here. <laughs> mm, I mean... That's pretty much it. I think I've already taken up a lot of y'all time. Um, so Fridays, we're just going to keep it uh, hot takes and just recaps of everything. Um, and then Mondays, I'll try to do, I'll try to sprinkle in. I don't know. I can't even say that. Whatever the fuck comes out, comes out. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate y'all. Um, I, let's see where this goes. If this shit keeps going, then it'll get bigger and bigger. But I'm looking for a fucking co-host, a reliable co-host. Um, so we'll see what's up. Uh, what can I say? I'm fucking excited. Uh, I love doing this shit. I'm always behind a microphone and 
uh, there'll be a camera soon, but I'm not going to film myself just talking to a mic and looking at the camera because I'm not opening shit that's, like, really dope or doing a video like my daughters do. So this will be it for now. Um, and count my ums. If somebody wants to count that, that'd be dope. Like, I'll send you some cash app money if you count my ums. <laughs> and sponsors. I'm looking for sponsors. Anybody want to sponsor? That's what's up. Uh, again, with the fucking us. You guys have a great night. My name is Xavier Lavo. Thank you for listening. I appreciate y'all. I'm out this bitch.